citizens of realm welcome back to yet another episode of press a gaming podcast i'm your host zephyr zero and today i'm joined by anvil the all-consuming flame of gluttony and black wings 13 hey guys what's going on and today we are coming to you to talk to you about the thing that's on everybody's mind currently what to do when you're in quarantine I found a meteorite. Okay. You know, I was going to lead in with something, but my thing can be put on hold. What the fuck? Yeah. Hello, that's what I do when I'm on quarantine. I found a meteorite. You do realize this is a gaming <laughs> podcast, Anvil, right? Hey, you didn't specify that. You said what to do when you're on quarantine. So I answered. I found a meteorite. <laughs> anyway, we're going to be talking about the best games to play. While you're in quarantine. Oh, God. Uh, so, before we dive into this, Zephyr, I, I just realized something that is going to make this episode very, very monumentic for us. Oh? This is the first time that the three brothers are alone on a podcast, and we are unsupervised. Yeah, well, Unsupervised! I mean... uh... This is going to be good. <laughs> I mean, we got we we've currently got three halves of a whole idiot and a half. So, well, Keith and I make half an idiot. Josh is one. <laughs> nah, I, I, I I'm sorry. I still like the fact that we're three half pints of a whole pint. <laughs> and no, Zephyr, you can't take that away from me. What the? No. Nah. The math no. for that doesn't work. <laughs> That's the point. That's not how pints work. <laughs> Oddly That's enough, one of the, the games point. that I have not touched during quarantine, I have not touched any of my Kingdom Heart games. Uh, I, I did at the very, very beginning. I started playing through uh, Birth by Sleep again. Good choice. CBS is always a great choice. I picked up Zelda. Yeah, and I realized need... I should do Twitches of Zelda because, like... You, you need to start doing streams of you playing through Zelda because, like, I feel like people will watch that. I what? know I would. Have you actually... Have you picked up the, uh, the, the, the new Link's Awakening for the Switch? Yes. Like, when it came out. <laughs> Almost a year ago. <laughs> Was that a year ago? It's been a long time. I thought the 3D Link's Awakening was, like, recent. Jeez, there goes my sense of time. Don't worry. Okay, whatever. Anyway, but uh, good, game, good games to play while you're under quarantine. Uh, Minecraft. Minecraft is one that's, like, say, like a go-to. I was going to say, why don't we start with the elephant in the room, the thing that all three of us have been working on one server for three weeks now. Minecraft is great. For the reason that you can still be social with your friends, you can play it with your friends no matter what console they have, it's cross-console, and stay away from each other. So exactly. yeah, you can socially distance to the extreme, like in opposite and uh, in different houses, I, and I still just, play together. I just wish there was and, an easy way for us to record all of our screens and then edit it together so we could start posting some of the videos of that stuff to YouTube. Oh, God, that would require so much hardware. Eh, not really. 
you just take uh, you record the what you're playing each person and then we just all email it to, to Keith or Dropbox it to Keith and Keith figures it out from there. Or 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 <laughs> or we can or you can sit down with Chris and try and figure out the Realm of the Mist Twitch and get all of us linked to the Realm of the Mist Twitch and stream to that and then we can like save each vid video individually like I can pull it up on my computer here and save each video individually and edit it together with the highlights you know yeah. oddly enough I really wanted to ask Chris for the Twitch information because on Friday I am go probably going to be sitting with my ass down for 8 plus hours playing Final Fantasy 7 Remake go, fucking go for it reach out to him well, you either heard... I'm going to do the, either I'm going to do that, or I'm going to do it on my private Twitch channel. <laughs> you heard it here. But either way, I think I'm going to stream it. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, either on the Realm of the Mist Twitch or on his personal Twitch, he's going to be streaming Final Fantasy VII. Good God, yes! I've been waiting way too goddamn long for this game. I played the demo. I am already having a hard on for it, and it's time to get it on. So I kind of, I kind of wish we could have gotten this uh, episode done yesterday and up faster. But uh, because I think, I think UA that Twitch's Twitch's uh, code of conduct would uh, be opposed to you airing anything with your heart on. <laughs> Only if he's got a camera. <laughs> Which I do have my PlayStation camera downstairs in my basement. <laughs> and to be and to be fair, Anvil, there's a lot of beautiful women who get away with some rather risque stuff on Twitch as is. No, they almost always get a uh, free, a short ban when they do this stuff like that. Yeah. Oh. Almost always. Even when it's an accident. But, uh, no, um, for, for quarantine, Minecraft is great. That's a good Twitch, that's a good Twitch streaming one. It's one of the tops in Twitch streaming. Uh, it, it's been on the top of almost every streaming service as, as, almost since it started. As much as I hate to let the damn thing leave my mouth, uh, Fortnite's one of the most more popular ones. And that's Ugh. why I kept my mouth shut. Ugh. Yeah. I, well, I don't, I don't make it any play. secret. I don't like Fortnite, but apparently people like to play it while they're in quarantine. People like to play it, period. Yeah. Uh, it's very... It's PvP. Yeah. It's just PvP. Exactly. It's all it is. PvP. I like a nice campaign. And I have nothing yes, against exactly. PvP. Same. I will admit, at one point in time, I was ranked number five on a very specific PvP section of, of a game. But... For the most part, I like campaign modes. I like a story, and I like side quests, and I like to... You know, not have to worry about is Sally Dubob from who the hell knows where is going to shoot me in the back of the head when I'm not paying attention. Speaking of campaign, uh, one of the one of the good games they're recommending people pick up or uh, take a look at while they're on quarantine is Doom Eternal. Doom oh my god. So I sat down and I actually watched all the cutscenes for that game last week. I have never touched a Doom game before in my life. I want that game. 
Doom is pretty good. Doom Doom Eternal looks Doom nice. Not gonna lie, I'm I'm tempted to try. I'm tempted to pick it up myself if if I run out of things to do. But I got a big I got a big backlog of games, so I don't think I'm gonna run out of stuff to do anytime. Yeah, soon. you and me both. Um, but no, I was kind of hoping we could get this episode off the ground like the other day because. If we could have gotten this episode published fast enough, uh, Humble Bundle was having a sale. Yeah, I know. For uh, it was like thirty bucks, you got like a thousand dollar, thousand thousand seven hundred and one dollars worth of games. Uh, and it was it was the combating COVID nineteen bundle, so all proceeds went to organizations that were helping to try and figure out this whole COVID nineteen bullshit. Which I can't think of a better. Well, cause. I just want to point out. I just want to point out. We've our government has known about since the helicopter crash. Before the helicopter crash, they killed Kobe Bryant. That was by the way. That was back in what December? February. No. February. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember and when Kobe. We know died. that because our our media outlets, our newspapers. We're talking about Russia trying to find a vaccine for it back then. Well, I'm not going to stay on COVID-19 itself for very long because I'd I'd like to get back to the gaming portion of the podcast. I I understand that, but I'll I'll throw my two cents in real quick and then I'll jump off of it. Um, Apparently, it's actually been – I don't know if it's been known by the U.S. government, but it has been in the news – since like December when it was first being acknowledged across the sea so yeah so but, our government's preaching that oh well China didn't tell us and, and we didn't know is bullshit the, no they even further evidence of, of the fact that you know all of our senators decided to pull all their money out of the stock market right before they announced it yeah they they, they knew about it they which is they, they fucking sold stocks they knew Canada. about it which is case in point insider trading, which they should all be arrested and tried for. Damn straight. Anyway, if you so. need if you need a game to to work off your aggression after finding out that all of your uh, ooh, elected ooh, officials ooh. don't uh, l- aren't looking Get out for you, boy, howdy, do I have the game for you? I got a game for this one too. Oh, what's yours? I was going to say my hero won justice too. A nice. Dukem sock and bopper with superpowers involved with it when you kick other people's asses. Oh man, I was gonna go with something along similar lines of One Punch Man, the hero nobody knows. Notice that both of those are anime inspired fighting games. Yep. I was actually gonna go a different direction. Of course. I was gonna say, gaming is great. Do it after the sun goes down. But while you have all this time off work and at home. You should consider, you know, finishing some of the projects around your house and cleaning and you know, tackling the things that you wouldn't normally have time to do, but now you have all the time in the world. Nerd. There is no more excuse. Just accomplish a couple things a day. That way you'll feel better about yourself. And then you have an excuse to play video games for all night. And your wife can't complain. Nerd. Or you could just play video games all the time because, like, we're a fucking gaming podcast. Yeah, but when you do that, then you have a tendency to fall into the abyss of, well, why the hell am I going back to work? Fuck that. It's okay, Anvil. 
It's okay. The real world can't hurt you here. <laughs> I've been in that abyss. Are you, are you kidding me? He's the one who hurts the real world. <laughs> the real world can't hurt you here. <laughs> I fell into that abyss. Of show, why the hell show, am I going to Show me on the doll where the real world hurts you. You remember the year when I played Guild Wars? Literally all night, every night. I fell asleep in class. Yes, you remember that. I remember that. I slept at school because, like, I at home I was playing Guild Wars. Don't be that guy. It 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 is a it is a long fall. It is a very long fall into that dark Last abyss. I checked, you were still acing all the tests. So, well, that's because I'm me. That had nothing to do with you know playing Guild normal Wars person wouldn't have been able to ace all those tests. There is only one anvil. Thank God. Don't do what anvil does. It's anyway, how you get arrested. That Back to my game recommendation, the the One yeah, Punch Man hero nobody knows. I particularly liked the premise of that one because they found a way to do a One Punch Man video game that doesn't lose the spirit of the show. So okay, uh, I hate to disappoint anybody that wanted to play as Saitama, but you're not going to be playing as Saitama all the time. In fact, it's going to be a very rare occurrence. How One Punch Man, the hero nobody knows, works is you create your own hero and you climb through the ranks of the, the hero thing for the One Punch Man universe. And occasionally, if you're inside of a fight and the fight takes too long and you're getting your butt handed to you, Saitama might come to the rescue. It goes about as well as you would expect from there. Oh, jeez. So, let me ask you a question. Is there an arcade mode or a versus battle where you can pick any character to play as? I believe so. I, I think Saitama is, like, excluded from that because uh. he fucking... I, dude, he, he beats everything in one punch. It's the whole point of the series. It would be a very fucking boring fighting game. If Saitama was playable all the time. Eh, that's fair. I I actually love the idea of making Saitama basically a glorified finisher. Okay. That, no, that's, that's, that, that's, that's that just tickles me. I love it. it. It keeps the spirit of the show. Saitama is a finisher, goddammit. There's a pie calling my name. <laughs> and we've lost Anvil. We have lost Anvil. So, I have been playing a completely different ga game from these two. I have actually picked up Red Dead Redemption 2, which has been out for a very long time. I'm well aware. But still oh, a very no. good game. Like, I'm not going to lie. I have considered going back to GTA 5 during this whole thing. As a 100%er, I find quarantine is a perfect time to do this. Because there are so damn many things to do in this game. So many. And all the animals to skin? Wow. Just wow. And trying to get perfects on all of them? That is difficult. But That's so, difficult. so something that we might have covered in a couple of episodes that Angel has been on. This is the man, ladies and gentlemen, who will specifically not touch the main story until absolutely happy. months 
<laughs> until it is literally the only thing that he can do. And he will do every yep. side quest, every side mission, every side job, anything that has anything to do with all the other mechanics of the game. And then he will go and touch the main story. As the all-consuming flame of gluttony, I must consume the whole game. The whole game. Every, and on the one hand, every I fucking you. side quest. I'm the man that logged well over 30,000 hours into Fallout 3. I was gonna say, I was wondering which Fallout you were going to the, say on that Fallout one. Th three Fallout 3 is actually one of the ones that I'm considering picking back up. I uh, I'm, I might do Dude, it. I might do an asshole. There's so much in that game. I might I might go so through. And, I might go through and finally do my asshole playthrough. Do it. Kill everyone. You'd be amazed. You'd be amazed how actually easy it is. The the amount of experience you get. The only downside is you can't kill the kids. So like they're like immortal beings that are just like left alone after uh, you would exterminate a town. There's just like a bunch of little kids running around with. No parents. That's kind of sad, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> what do you care? You just killed everybody. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm planning gee, on who... blowing up Megaton, so, I mean, there's that. <laughs> but, so, yeah. another game that I picked up recently that I started doing my... How do I explain this? First run of this title, but second run of this series title as confusing as that sounds but it'll make sense when i say what it is persona 5 royal yeah picked it up picked it up on friday started playing it yesterday it is oh my god it was so so worth the amount of time it took for them to make this game i don't know if it's worth spending another 60 dollars on i would i I feel like they could have put all the changes that they made into a monster DLC and sold it for 40 but so far I have no complaints. This game is as fantastic as the original. I've heard good things about Persona 5 Royal. I have I haven't picked it up yet though. But uh, I am I'm a little bit sad because uh, I didn't jump in on the humble bundle COVID-19 thing. That was a lot of fucking good games. Some of them I already had, but you know, with Humble Bundle, I can gift that uh, Steam key to somebody else. Like you know, uh, his favorite brothers. Well, uh -huh. brother, because the other one is without a PC right now. Yeah, you're. But we're both without PCs right now. But yes. Uh, speaking of Steam. Have you been playing uh, Subnautica Sub Zero? Uh, I I had played it a while ago. I haven't I haven't gotten very far in it. Pick it back up. Because I was I was streaming it blind, but then I kind of like stopped for a bit. Yeah, I, I've heard the updates are pretty slick. Okay, so let's take a look at it. What again. I heard, what I heard. The last big update to drop, I think, was sometime in February, and that filled in a couple of the gaps that were really out there in the last update before this. But the problem with Subnautica Sub-Zero is apparently the either the director or the head writer quit last month 
or the month before, back in February, and they are essentially redoing the entire game. Oh, pimp. See, I haven't heard that yet. So, essentially, everything that you're able to do right now, don't get used to it. Because there's a very good chance that everything that you learn, everything that you see, is about to get retconned something fierce. So maybe I should hold off on picking it back up. Or, do all the things that you want to do now, knowing that later on, you probably won't be able to do that anymore. Also, I'm kind of sad to hear that both of you guys are like without computer right now, because I was contemplating trying to get together and play the forest some more. While this was Why would you now. even try to convince me on that game? You know I'm not going to touch that. <laughs> forest is awesome. So, I am not a jump scare person. It's not really jump scares. Both of you play it's more that like game. A constant, no. constantly watching your back kind of scare. Yeah, it, they no. they they give the the cannibals give you plenty of warning. Game, <laughs> How about this? You have a better chance of getting me to play Dead by Daylight than the forest. He doesn't do horror 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 games, Keith. I don't do horror. Period. Yeah. I mean, I don't really do horror games either. I can handle the forest. Although, funnily enough, Subnautica is billed as horror. Uh, I, on the other hand, love horror games, which brings me to another game that we should totally be playing during a pandemic. Oh no! Is it pandemic? I feel like it's pandemic. Well, it's that. But no, keep guessing. Play again. I, I... No, it, that's <laughs> the, just pandemic with a different name. The the memes that have come off of Plague Inc. though in the last <laughs> three weeks have been really top notch. Truth. <laughs> Truth. Um. <laughs> anyways, tell us. Dead. Either Dead Space. Oh yeah. Or Resident Evil. Dead Space. Either one. I actually need, I actually need to play through Dead Space a little bit. Something new. Yes, they did. They did just drop another game. Oh, boy. Another Dead Space game? What? No, no, no not Dead Space. Resident Evil. Oh, Resident Evil? I think they just did a remake. Hang on. It's right here somewhere. Because Beardolin has been talking about it for a while uh, Resident now. Evil 3. They just did a remake of Resident Evil 3. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, it looks so... really good. Yeah. Y'all have fun. No, thank you. My my favorite and my actually, favorite part of the Resident yeah, Evil games looks, is going back to the amazing. my favorite part about Resident Evil games is going back to like the older Resident Evil games and like looking at all those blocky graphics and and try, right? trying to remember that why the fuck was I afraid of this? Oh, the polygons. Yeah. Somebody somebody did a mod of the of the uh, um. Resident Evil 3 re-release, the remake. And uh-huh. every time Mr. X shows up, in, instead of the original Resident Evil 3 score for Mr. X, it's X gonna give it to you by DMX. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <laughs> well, alright then. There are, videos, you know there are videos of the mod up on YouTube. It's fucking hilarious. It completely ruins the horror feel, but it's fucking worth it. You know what horror game I really liked? And I'm thinking about picking back up now for this quarantine. Fear Files. That was a very scary game. And they used, uh, uh, 
the sound that makes you afraid was that uh, infrasound. I think of what it's called. Infrasound. Thank you. Uh, they used they. It was one of the first uses of infrasound in video games, and it was fucking terrifying. It was one of the. It was one of those games where you were just always expecting something to happen. Always. They used infrasound. They cheated. Uh, they they didn't just use infrasound. They used infrasound plus amazing writing, plus fantastic art dis- art direction. It was it was a good game. So like another game, game that you can play during this quarantine that's stepping away from the horror genre. I feel like UA is... wants to get out of the out of this whole genre, horror genre. As soon as yes, possible. please, <laughs> please and thank you. Animal Crossing. Fuck you. Fuck you and the horse you came in on. Hey, Animal Crossing is fun. Video game. <laughs> I, I happily admit I own a Switch. I have no interest in playing that game. I I picked you know, I picked I up like... I picked up Animal Crossing and I, I had I had a bit of fun with it. Funnily enough, my wife is having a lot more fun with the Animal Crossing than I am. See, I liked Animal Crossing a lot as a child because it was adulting the video game. As an adult, I'm like, man, I should, like, do this shit in real life. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the, the, that, that's the actually the reason I why say... I like Animal Crossing right now is because even though it's adulting the video game, it's stuff I can easily accomplish within that video game. Which is a far cry from my real life. Yeah. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of things that it's just, like, in looks like insurmountable goals right now i'm just gonna go go on my island and pay off my loan with tom nook because because i can actually do that sure but the, but you the see game... you can do that you just have to be willing to you know set your priorities right drop everything and go live on a fucking island and <laughs> sell shit like I mean, you don't have to ask me twice. I mean, I mean, you say I, that, but and a lot of people say that, and clearly by this quarantine, they could not have handled living on an island by themselves. Anvil, I live, <laughs> I live on an island. This is where I live. Yeah. No, you, you don't live on your own island, <laughs> and you can't just go out and harvest everything on that island and sell it like it's yours. Watch me. <laughs> If this gets I, if this gets bad enough, <laughs> watch me. Charles' dad is out front. Hello, 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 hello. Anvil, hello? why why are you saying hello over and over again? Anvil, you there, buddy? Hello, Anvil. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Uh-oh. Well, we appear to be having a technical difficulty. Anvil. Hang on. I'm... Oh, I was going to disconnect him and then have him reconnect. But uh, he disconnected himself. He'll he'll jump back in yeah, he'll a jump second, back in. I'm sure. Oh, the speak of the devil. Hey, Anvil. I walked too far away from my uh, Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. There, there, worth it. There I'm you so go. There you go, you UA. We finally have something on a podcast that we, the audience can laugh with us about. 
Why we don't have we... to explain to them later. That's good enough for me. Start small and then we'll go big. <laughs> so, anyways, before we had that little technical difficulty. <laughs> before the, Anvil the walked out of was... Wi-Fi range, what, what were we talking about? Um, You guys were talking about that piece of shit game, Animal Crossing. Hey, it is not a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just because you to. don't like it doesn't mean it's not a piece of shit. No, I only like piece of shit games, so of course it's not a piece of shit game. It's, it's, um, it's not like uh, it's not like Fortnite, which is a piece of shit game, and I also yeah, don't like. Great. Hey, um, you say it's a piece of shit game, but clearly it's popular. We just don't like its game style. It's not a piece of shit. It's just game style we don't like. You're right. You're right. I'm being elitist. So the game that I was going to recommend was actually something that you helped me play test a couple of weeks ago to see if we could do the crossplay on, and turns out that we can. Uh, Ultimate Chicken Horse. Oh yeah, we actually need to see if we can get a bigger group of that together. Because because uh... if, oh. if if we can, game on. The cross the cross the crossplay for that one was fun. Yeah. And along along those lines. Another game that we played recently, Evil Apples. Oh yeah, oh, actually, I'm I'm so which happy is you found literally that. Cards Against Humanity, just with a enough of a different name for it to be legally a different game and therefore not subject to copyright infringement. Yep. <laughs> it was it Very was true. it was a little annoying though that it gives you the sad trombone every time your card's not picked, and the uh, right. Final Fantasy. <laughs> Final Fantasy fanfare every time your card is picked. Yeah. Eh, enjoy enjoy what you can. It's, it's easily fixed by muting. So. Yeah. The chat's a little clunky. And I liked I liked that with that game because it solved an issue that Cards Against Humanity has of oh. like you're constantly worried about everyone else. And like, if you're playing, you can't play that with your family because like, playing Cards Against Humanity with your mother, that's easy to get awkward. I don't know. I'm but, able to, I could, I'm pretty sure we could play Cards Against Humanity with my family and be fine. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm that, actually a little bit scared about how it, well Mark would totally, be at that game. It depends on the family. Exactly. But it gives you the opportunity that like, you invite all your friends, your friend invites all their friends, they invite all their friends, and you have a group of people that. You don't necessarily know super well, so it's not like everybody knows exactly how this guy's going to answer or how this guy's going to judge. So it, it sort of gives it a bit of a fair advantage. Yeah. See, and that's, and that's why I love playing Cards Against Humanity when we're at Ragnarok, because we're able to pull in a group of people that some people may know and some people may not know everyone there. But it right. still provides a shit ton of fun, and God, I can't wait to play that when this quarantine is up. And and no, knowing your judge is only so far as an advantage as hello, knowing hello? what to play. Uh, Cut out for a second, man. Knowing your judge is only an advantage insofar as as knowing what to play. There's always the chance that somebody else plays a card that the judge likes better. Right. Like, granted, anytime Anvil judges on Evil Apples, I know what to play to get a chuckle out of him. But somebody might play something better. Right. 
Where, whereas, jumping back to Cards Against Humanity for a second, if you have Zephyr being the judge and you throw down six ounces of sweet black tar heroin, nine times out of ten, he is going to pick it. Uh, it's eight ounces okay. of sweet Mexican black tar heroin, but yes, you are correct. Yeah. That card wins every time it gets played. That that oh, that man. is that is the trump card for whenever I'm cards is are, is if if you play that card, it will win. It doesn't matter what the fucking prompt was. <laughs> Which is kind of disturbing because we're supposed to be playing stuff that works with what's going on, but sometimes you just gotta you just gotta. There's with there's it. just some sometimes there's just, just something eight, about eight that card. Eight ounces of sweet Mexican black tar heroin. <laughs> There is just something about that card, man. The first time I read it, I fucking lost it. Just ask Anvil about that. He was there for it. First time I ever fucking I read that card, I lost it and couldn't gain composure for like 10 minutes. I, I think he peed himself. There, there was just there was something about that card that sent me over the edge. I thought it was the funniest fucking shit in the world. Hang on. See? I'll be right back. Who's outside? I gotta go talk to him real quick. I'll be back. Okay. We'll cover it while you're not here. See, I don't know if I have a favorite white card, but I have a favorite black card. And anytime that I play this, I, somehow I manage to get lucky enough that I'll grab it every once in a while. This is the way the world ends. This is the way the world ends. Not with a bank, but with blank. Honestly, anytime we play with you, I feel like you should just hold that card out of the deck and use it as the game ender. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe because like, like <laughs> it's it's that that's a good card to end end any game of Cards Against Humanity with. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, we should probably we I should probably bit... get away from talking about the card games and everything because they you know, well th there are some online abilities to play Cards Against Humanity. A couple of them are knockoffs like Evil Apples, or you have the playing card Zio has the uh whatever the heck they call it brand safe cards against humanity or you've got the the website pretend you're zuzzy which is pretty much actual cards against humanity like it's all the different cards from cards against humanity ported in uh a whole bunch of different packs too but uh Aside from those, you don't really have any versions of Cards Against Humanity that are actual Cards Against Humanity that you can play with people without them being right there. Very true, which actually brings up a subject that I didn't think I was going to mention on this episode, but figure, what the hell not. Something that I recently realized is available on a mod of a game on Steam, Red Dragon Inn. Really? So, I was screwing around on YouTube the other day, and for some stupid reason, I got Red Dragon Inn's um, creative company pop up a video on my feed. Okay. I was very curious. First off, it turns out that I have been lying to the people. I do not have the, all 50 characters for Red Dragon Inn. The 50th character doesn't come out till the end of the year. I'm not going to spoil that because I want to talk about that when it actually comes out. Okay. But long and the short, apparently there is a game on 
Steam that allows you to put a mod on that will let you play Red Dragon in all of the characters. There's no alterations. It has every character, player maps, all the cards, exact same way that you would play it, but online. What uh, what what system is this in? I have no idea. I would have to look it up again. Huh. Because I would love to know what game that is, and we definitely want to let our audience know what game it is. I will. I will look that. Here, keep you guys keep talking, and I'll look it up. Hang on. Because I don't know if Anvil's back yet. I'll look oh, it no, up. Yeah, yeah. Can you guys yeah, hear me? Can you guys hear me? Hear you. Oh, okay. Okay. So. Um. Uh, go, Steam go. Workshop Red Dragon Incomplete. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, this is the only incomplete highest quality mod of Red Dragon Inn on the Workshop. But what's it a mod to? Uh, Tabletop Simulator. That's what it there is. You. It's a mod to tabletop, yep. tabletop Simulator. So, as far as I'm concerned, one? more of a reason for me to get a PC. In 1999 on the Steam Store. So you heard it here first, folks. You can play Red Dragon Inn on Tabletop Simulator with a mod. And Tabletop Simulator is $19.99 on Steam right now. $20. Sweet 20 bucks. All right. So, um, Let's see. What's, what's some other good games to play while you're in quarantine? I've been playing through play Dot Hack GU currently. But, uh, Pardon? I've been playing through Dot Hack GU currently, but uh, that one's a bit of a niche one. It's kind of along the single player lines. I'm getting Go my. Play some pocket hockey. Pocket <laughs> hockey? What's pocket hockey? You know, it's, it's hockey. It's you play in your pocket. I feel like that's not a video game, Anvil. You just, you just grab your uh, hockey stick and try to knock those pucks into the hole. <laughs> I feel like you're not being productive here, <laughs> Get with the program, Anvil. Get with the program. Are you kidding me? Hey, this is the program. And there's a lot of there's a lot of games out there that are great for pocket hockey. Just saying. <laughs> They're all they're almost all on new grounds. Of course they are. Of course they are. <laughs> um I'm getting my I'm getting my Pokemon team ready for the DLCs for Pokemon Sword and Shields in May. Oh yeah, Speaking definitely. Of Pokemon. We got the we got the Isle of Armor coming and then the uh Crown Tundra. Yep. There's a really I'm... good one. One of those games I was talking about not appropriate for children. Let me just say that right now. Not appropriate for children. It's called Conquest. It's a good game. And we're going to mute uh, Anvil here. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Anvil, Anvil, save it for after hours. Good for good for uh, quarantine. This is, this is a family-friendly podcast, Anvil. Family-friendly. How many curse words have we said? He's got a point. We're PG thirteen at best. No, we're we're R. We drop fucks. We drop fucks quite often. Way, that way more than one. Actually, 
I'll have to review the footage, but I'm pretty sure you just used our first. Well, no, I said twice, so... Today. We were well, a PG-13, and then you wasted we it! Do... <laughs> <laughs> we do drop uh, the F-word quite a considerable number of times. Dropping that F bomb. Deadpool, but you know we're we're no we're no innocent creature. <laughs> Speaking of video games that have liberal use of the uh, swearing, oh, I got one. We've got uh, GTA Five, which is a good game to get caught up with in uh, quarantine currently. It's got both single-player and online. And then, of course... I'm not going to lie. If, I got rid of that a couple of months ago. I, I kind of got fed up with it. If GTA Five is not your speed, there's always The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt. All Do of it. the side quests. Truth. That'll keep you busy Anvil's for Wettering. a while. I no, do you, enjoy that game quite a bit. Yeah, uh, that, that, was, that was another game I picked up again recently. Was The Witcher. That's a good game. It is a good game. The show that they've been the show that they've been making for it, pretty fucking slick. Not gonna lie. No, I, yeah, but the show the show's based the... off the books and not the game, so the show yeah, is why I can't still, wait for the it's still pretty good, but out. like I like Yeah, I'm with I'm with UA. I can't wait for the animated show. Because if I if I remember hearing correctly, I read an article. I think they're supposed to be basing that just a little bit more off the video game. And if that's the case, oh hell yeah! Yeah, I go okay. I I could I could I could dig an animated Witcher that's based off the games. Another game for at least me that you could play during quarantine that will satisfy Anvil's need for all the side quests that I might actually consider picking up if this goes on long enough. Another round of Skyrim. <laughs> Skyrim's a good one. Yep. I mean, until <laughs> until Bethesda comes out with the sixth Elder Scrolls game, which because of this pandemic, almost every video game is being pushed back at least six months right now, so well, God only knows not just that, but happen. a lot of video games will never happen now because E3 has been uh, shut down. Well, so all the deals that would have been made with small guys and big guys is no now never going to happen. Mm -hmm. Well, well, hold on one second on that one, actually, though, Anvil. To be honest, to be completely fair and honest, though, E3 has been dying off drastically over the last several years, and. I think that this was just honestly not, the catalyst really. to kill it quicker. Actually, yeah, it has. No. At E3, there's countless deals that happen at E3 between large developers and small developers every year. Uh, it's become more of a meeting place for developers to meet other developers and less so a, a place for everybody to announce things. Yeah. But it's still going strong and it's still a very very large player in video games e e3 e3 has been dying as a place for gamers to go as like a convention or or a or a yeah or or as it started as the electronic entertainment it's expo it it's still very huge for developers 
and yeah. and gaming press. It, it's yeah, it's starting to die off for us regular people. True. Partly because it got too big and they actually wanted it to cut back. They made they made it more expensive. That way, less people would show up. Well. I say less people. It still has ridiculous turnout. Well, there, there, there were there was a couple of years there where they made it dang near impossible to get tickets unless you were press. Exactly. And that's by design, though. Like. Right. Yeah. They're changing what they are. But yeah, getting back to what um, Anvil said, I think a minute ago. Um, because of this pandemic and everyone staying indoors and the complete halt of not just video games, media, television, videos, movies, books, you name it. There's so many projects that were either at the beginning of their what timeline that are going to get scrapped now because well, of how long, I... depending on how long this takes. I think there's also going to be the other way around as well. You know, a lot of people are off that wouldn't normally have time to come up with things. There's going to be a lot of indie games that just pop up out of nowhere because all these people that normally have to work a, a nine to five now don't have to. They're at home. Very they don't have anything better to do, so they're working on all their side projects. And uh, I think there's going to be a lot of indie games that pop up. And I don't know. I think it, I think it'll be interesting. See, and a lot I, of a lot of gamers, a lot of game design designers, big developers, all, all their employees are now at home, and some of them are working from home. But I have a feeling that a lot of them aren't, and they're going to be, you know, working on their own little things. And they're going to come back, and they're going to have these great presentations to give to their bosses to say, hey, I think we should do this. And their bosses are going to be like, it's fucking great. And I think it's going to, I think we're going to have a lot of a huge influx of new games coming out. Yeah, I think, you know I, think what? We, I think we could potentially see a huge indie boom at the end of this. You know what? Yeah. I take I take back my previous statement. You have an exceptionally good point there, Anvil. I say during that within the next five years, we are first off, but, but within the next twelve months, we're gonna have a huge indie boom. I agree with that hundred yeah. percent. But I I'm going to make a prediction right now. In the next five years, we are going to see a new surge in video games. Oh, yeah. Like, because, uh, and this has been very well documented, if anyone follows any video games news channel, like me, you'll, you'll, you'll hear about this all the time, and I'm sure that both of you have heard something along these lines, so this shouldn't be new to either of you. Some video game companies are really, really harsh on their employees, especially when it comes to that oh-so-critical deadline which causes a lot of companies to have employees who burn out really, really hard, who are masters at their skills. But right. with everyone staying at home right now, even if they're working from home, they're not working under those critical deadlines that they normally would because of the fact that it's got to stop at some point before it hits production because production shut down. So I'm going to make the uh, I'm going to make the guess right now that within the next five years we are going to see all the games that were in the pipeline, if they survive, they're going to come out with such a resurgence because everyone is going to be rejuvenated, feeling better, 
about how they can do their thing, having new ideas, and it is just going to cause a boom in the industry. Here's yeah. hoping. I can get behind that. Because some games like, and yes, I'm pandering to Anvil, the new Breath of the Wild 2, when it does come out, we, we all three so of us exciting. have been very eager for this game ever since the announcement. But I, I'm calling it right now. When that game comes out, game of the year without even breaking a sweat. Well, of course it's going to be. It's Zelda. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that, you know, there's no good reason for it. But Zelda almost always gets game of the year because Nintendo very methodical, especially when it comes to... Uh, um, their baby Zelda, like they're very methodical, and every I has to be dotted, every T has to be crossed. And from what I've understood from the handful of people I know, oftentimes they have the game completed long before they release it, and they just spend months playing through trying to break the game to make sure that you know there's no hiccups, there's no nothing. And you know something? That's something I can really appreciate, too. And Zephyr, I'm sorry. I know we got off topic. I'll get us back in just a second. Um, but that, that, that's actually something I greatly appreciate from Nintendo is the fact that they'll finish a game, they'll do their announcements for it, but they will spend months upon months doing exactly that because they want that finished product to shine like a diamond. Right. And it, and it boils out from you know where they started they they started in a time before updates before you know you could launch a game with bugs in it and not worry about it because oh we'll fix it in the update and we'll fix it in the patches when nintendo started that there wasn't that yeah they put it on a cartridge and let it out and if it was fucked up you had to refund those people i mean and yeah 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 I they, like they, they started making games in that timeline but nintendo's been around a lot longer than that well yeah uh, it's, they started it, making it was still playing cards yeah it was still the same thing if there was a glitch in it well and i had to get people refunds and, you know it's and they still sort of act with that mindset and i appreciate that i mean that being said they do have updates and they do have patches now but they never have you know these major glitches that are game breaking and make games unplayable because they see it as there's no there's no reason we should ever release a game that's incomplete true and on that note we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and cut it off here, citizens of the realm. Uh, we hope we've been given you. We hope we've given you guys a couple of good ideas on what to play while you're in isolation, for however long this lasts. Uh, make sure you hit us up on our realm of the mist Twitch channel, on our YouTube, uh, wherever you can hear quality podcasts. We got Anchor, we got Pandora, you know, Spotify. I think we're on Spotify. I'll have to double check with Chris. Yeah, we're on Spotify. But uh long long with Apple iTunes. Apple Yeah, all right, cool. Uh Anvil, UA, you wanna do your outros? Anvil, go first. Well, I'm Anvil, the all consumer flame of gluttony. You can usually find me here on Press A Gaming. Or you can find me on the Xbox as A the Anvil O. 
or at any DAG events. And if you ever want to really find me, just bake some pie and I'll smell it out. I do love to eat pie. He is a goddamn coonhound when it comes to that. Instead of coons, he hunts pie. <laughs> I do like pie. My lovely wife has made me two pie, two different types of pie <laughs> last week. Because she's amazing. <laughs> All right, we're getting off topic again. Oh, man. Um, yeah, uh, UA Black Wings here for you guys. Um, as always, you can find me either on Facebook or on uh, YouTube under the handle Josh or Joshua Wilson. I am also on Twitch, Twitter under the handle at Black Wayne's Roman numeral 13. That's X I I I. And you can also find me on PlayStation under the gamer tag Black Wayne's 13 as well. Uh, feel free to, to send me a friend request. I will be happy to give you guys my opinions on stuff. And, you know, I know we've been teasing it for a while, Zephyr, but I feel like we're really close. We might have a new podcast for these people to listen to. Yep. So keep keep your ears out for that, ladies and gentlemen, because I think it's going to be something that we uh, offer something new and exciting for you to listen to. We we uh, thought we had a title to give you guys, but uh, we found out it was taken. So uh, we'll let you know what the real so, title I was so is proud soon of that title. Yeah, it was a good title. I'm sad that it was already taken. By a football podcast, no less. Ah! Anyway, I'm your host, Zephyr Zero, and always remember to press A for more great gaming content. See you next time.